week for central banks um, and I think it's particularly important in the context of what the ECB did last week you know, and uh, for the listeners who missed that uh, the ECB announced a quantitative easing program very similar to the one that uh, the US Federal Reserve embarked upon uh, in the midst of the financial crisis where they'll be buying back uh, governments and corporate bonds every month um, in order to keep interest rates on the long end of the interest rate curve low and in so doing stimulate uh, economic activity uh, through consumption and boosting inflation and uh, giving people incentive to consume and invest today. So, you know, I think um, the, the Federal Reserve, so the Federal Reserve interest rate decision in that context has become fairly important. Um, you know, we've already seen the dollar strengthen to 10-year highs against the, against the euro. We saw it dip to um, pretty much almost parity, you know, at a $1.12 to the euro. Um, and, you know, we, we all know that uh, the U.S. economy has been recovering fairly rapidly. Um, we see GDP numbers coming out later this week, but uh, for, the th- for the third quarter of 2014, you know, we saw GDP come in at around 3% growth for the quarter. We steadily see unemployment dropping, um, and you know, so the, we've seen the quantitative easing program in the U.S. end, and the next move for the U.S. Federal Reserve is undoubtedly to hike interest rates. Now, you know, I think it's just pretty important to, to know when they're going to do that. It's very, very unlikely that they're going to, of course, do that on on, on Wednesday, but uh, you know, I think uh, the market is going to really watch out for the language used by the Federal Reserve. You know, because indications were that by um, the June meeting this year, interest rates would be, look to go upwards. But you know, with a precipitous fall in the oil price and other commodity prices, we've seen inflation across the world moderate quite aggressively. You know, so I think um, the, the, because inflation is a long way away from the Federal Reserve target of uh, around, but not uh, over two percent. Um, you know, I think we could see them hold off on interest rate hikes for a while before they start, until they start seeing wage, uh, wage, wage growth, rather. So not just necessarily the number of the, the unemployment rate going down, but the amount of wages people earn going up and things like uh, retail sales going up considerably and, and, and those sort of numbers, you know. And I think they afforded that luxury because inflation is, is so low because of the lower commodity prices. So I think the market will be watching very closely what the Federal Reserve uh, Governor um, Janet Yellen has to say. Um, and it's really all about trying to gain some sort of indication of when the first uh, interest rate move in the U.S. will be, you know, because that's obviously going to affect a major uh, global financial market flow. And, you know, it's obviously very relevant for South Africa, given the extent to which foreigners now own our bond market. And, uh, you know, for the interest rate differential between us and uh, between South Africa and, and the developed markets, you know, we're seeing sustained demand for our bonds uh, this month. In fact, bonds are, are, are rallying quite aggressively this month on, on the back of the search for yield. And whether that continues is very dependent on, on where U.S. interest rates go. So, you know, and then our interest rate decision on, on, on Thursday, you know, I think uh, there's very few people more relieved than the Sechef and Yahoo in the world today. Um, you know, because I think the precipitous fall in commodity prices has really moderated inflation expectations in South Africa. We see them coming in under 6% uh, for, for December, um, well, since, since November really, but into December. And we, we believe that, uh, that inflation is going to moderate even further, you know, and could average around 5% or marginally below 5% for 2014. You know, that was definitely not on the cards 
just a mere eight months ago before the foil in commodity prices. So, you know, given that growth is stuttering in South Africa and the economy is really battling, you know, I think Lesesha uh, Kanyaku will be relieved that inflation is moderating because it could just delay an interest rate hike that much longer. Mm. And if we could just uh, briefly talk about uh, e-tolls, Nadir, the cost uh, to South Africa for those not paying e-tolls, what's that doing to our economy? Yeah, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, Sakina, the, the issue at hand is that we don't want another ESCOM issue on our hands in, in, in four to five years' time. And I think that's the biggest danger of not paying your ETOL. So, you know, I see um, since June last year to um, December, then the ETOL collection has dropped off a, a massive 40%, you know, and we saw that uh, Sandrail, or sorry, that, that Moody's has downgraded uh, Sandrail's uh, ratings down to uh, fr- from a stable outlook to a negative outlook, and if we see a, a, a downgrade come through for Sandrail, you know they're no longer going to be investment grade, and as a result of that, um, it's going to be a lot more costly for Sandrail to raise debt. Now, if it becomes a lot more costly for Sandrail to raise debt, you could see things like a government guaranteeing Sandrail debt needing to to come into play, and government needing to allocate funds to Sandrail in order to 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 keep the organisation sustainable. Now, the issue that we have then is that, you know, Sandral may not have sufficient funds to, you know, invest in infrastructure or invest in, in, in roads in South Africa into the future. And we could have the exact same problem that we have with ESCOM now, where, you know, there's really a shortage of infrastructure, a shortage of capacity. And as a result of that, South Africans are paying the price with rolling blackouts, you know. So it would be tragic to see um, our road network go the same way. You know, Sandral has been an organization which has managed our road network really well and you know if it, it would be tragic to see our road network go the same way you know so i think the bottom line is that you know in order to keep um, our, our road network as world class as it is and to, in order to prevent um, infrastructure backlogs and, and and disasters for south african consumers in the near future you know it's it's really in everybody's interest to pay the e-toll so that, you know, we, we, we can keep South Africa moving forward in terms of infrastructure, really. You know, the bottom line is that the burden, we can't afford for the burden to fall back on government like it has with ESCOM when Inclantla Nene is already balancing such a tight budget. And, you know, that, that I think is the bottom line. Yes, healthy discussion is important. Yes, you know, rigorous debates over what those tolls should be and who should be told is, is definitely healthy. But, you know, the bottom line is that it's in everybody's interest to ensure that Sandral remains a sustainable organization who can afford to pay its debt and invest in South African infrastructure in the future. And that was Nadir Token, analyst at 27 for Investments.